Hello, Integrity family. Thanks so much for joining today's Inspired Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to some amazing people who are doing some incredible things uh, in our business. And I'm incredibly excited to welcome Clarissa Gonzalez and Eric Fierro from CDA Insurance Solutions. They're based out of Roma, Texas, which is on the border of Texas and Mexico. And they're doing some incredible things to serve the underserved population uh, there of making sure that they get the best health care that they can. And so thank you guys for joining. I'm so excited to have you thank guys you. join in the Inspire podcast. I'm so excited. I've known Eric for a long time, for many years, um, back when I had more hair and you had less. <laughs> it's kind of funny. You you now got the bun thing yeah, going. Yeah. I, I've lost bun. some. Um, now, you you grew up in South Texas. I grew up in West Texas. On the border. And you're on the border. I'm right on the border. And, and Roma, Texas is between, it's like McAllen and Laredo, right? Correct. So my mother-in-law grew up in McAllen. So that's where every year my wife would go back to McAllen. And uh, they always talk about it. So we were just talking about this. Uh, for the holidays, um, what do you guys have for Christmas meal? Well, because December usually is like hunting season, like for white-tailed deer, we usually have like deer tamales. Deer tamales? Yes. So I've never heard it's of like deer tamales. It's like a mixture of pork and deer, right? So, but so, it's tamales. So I grew up in a small town in West Texas, predominantly Hispanic, mm -hmm. and we had a lot of tamales. Um, in fact, it was just a, a big thing that we, we always had, but it was always pork. I never heard of deer Yes. Tamales. We have a very large Do they deer taste different? Oh, amazing. I'm I love not, it. I wait, I'm just that. like waiting for hunting season to start. So some one of my friends that goes hunting can bring me back a deer leg so we can make it into tamales. That is interesting. I've never heard of mm -hmm. that. So every Christmas, my mother-in-law uh, serves tamales. Like, that's what we, every, every Christmas, my family, we have like turkey dressing. That's like Thanksgiving dinner all over again. But in my, my in-laws, it's, uh, it's tamales. Um, and I, they all make fun of me because I put ketchup on them. Have you ever tried ketchup on? I don't want to Why, even what? imagine it. Dude, have you ever tried? <laughs> Would you put mustard on it? Maybe. <laughs> I might. I mean, I'm not going to try that. You know, there's there's a big, like, fight within the, the like people saying, okay, would you take ketchup or not ketchup on your tamales? And it's just not a right. So, so, th so <laughs> they, they put ketchup, and then my father-in-law puts, like, chili, like, um, like, like a hormone? Like Frito pie chili. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like chili chili. See, you're turning your tamales into, into corn dogs. And, and <laughs> maybe that's what it is. And then my mother-in-law, she's like very traditional. It's, it's salsa. Like it's, yeah. it's more like salsa. That's, that's uh, but but it is, uh, it's kind of always this funny thing that we talk about is, you know, like they make fun of me. because The best thing, am I, am I, am tamales I, on, on the grill and you crisp, make them crispy. And, oh, I've never had. It's amazing. So you take the corn. Uh, you take the corn husk, off, yes, and husk? you just put them on the grill on 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 a flat pan and just toast them a little bit on oh, both sides. Amazing. It's really delicious. Everything tastes I gotta better grilled. Try, I gotta try that. It's next delicious. Time. You'll thank me. So my mother-in-law is super. I like. I shouldn't say this because I hope she's not watching. My uh, or mm -hmm. my wife watching. My my mother-in-law is very like health conscious. Everything's all natural type stuff, and I'm again. I'm not that health conscious. Um, and so if you go to her house, she's got like some weird brand of organic ketchup. So this last year I brought my own. You brought your own Heinz. I brought Heinz, bro. Yeah, baby. And that, not that simply Wait, stuff. Like how I do brought they make real... tamales without the lard? 
I don't know how they make them, but... Uh, <laughs> but if you, she's so conscious, you can't equate the malas well, with health. I don't know. She, that's, that's a good point. I hope she's not watching. Now so, she ain't going to like you. So people don't like, listen, we're going all, all, all in here. So I, gra- I ro- raised pigs in, cow- mm-hmm. in high school. And all growing up, I had, I had pigs. And we would get lard in like five-gallon buckets um, as part of like processing a pig. And it was amazing how we used to cook with lard, the white. It's like yeah. Crisco yeah. days, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody yes. uses that in very no. much anymore, do they? Oh. I guess for making Making tamales, tamales and tortillas. Yeah. Well, no, tortillas is, is vegetable lard. Really? Yeah, but 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 uh, pork lard is for the tamales. You can't have tamales without pork lard. That is so interesting. I got to I got to call you, it out. You brought me back to uh, <laughs> to those days. Now, both of you guys have been so successful, and in, in in the insurance business, I've known you since you know from back in the day. In fact, you were one of the first guys whenever we were talking about integrity that we we started meeting with. Uh, but you started out as a news anchor. And in, in new, the news reporting world, tell us about that. Well, I went to school for chemistry and communications, and my very first job was as a news reporter and anchor for CBS in Laredo, Texas. And wow. My job was the court beat and the police beat. Really? So I was all over the riverbanks and all over the places when they had drug busts. I mean, I was out there right in the middle of crime land. You were Laredo, busy. Texas. Yes. That's a, that area is busy yes, very when busy. it comes to it, a nice it way was, to put it. It, it was a really <laughs> good job like experience wise yeah. and it opened up my eyes to you know everything that that i could do as far as you know with with media you yeah. know media controls you know you have the power so it was that had to be interesting so you were like in the field reporting so yes. there was there was a drug bus which I, I mean there like i just watched narcos mexico and <laughs> like and i mean some of the have y'all watched narcos i watched the first season dude when it was pablo escobar yeah oh, so so it, it's all follows the Colombian side, and then goes to Narcos Mexico, and they tie them all together. It's spectacular. Uh, it's a great show. It's bloody. Don't get me wrong, yeah. uh, but it kind of follows a lot of that. So you had so much that you were, had to be covering all the time all with the time. a lot of different things. And then today, there's a lot of a lot of challenges going on that we, you know we all read about. Uh, so that uh, that has to be super interesting, especially with your background. So what was that like to go in and and go man you like you had to be dropped into just a interesting situation how much time would you have to say we're going to go report on this issue well we were we were given assignments in the morning we have a morning meeting you're giving your assignments and then you go off and then things happen during the day that obviously are not planned so you're waiting for that moment like for whenever because we would hear the the scanner the, the the police scanner they were still not encrypted back then and so you would hear like, oh, there's a drug bus and everything's over the scanner. So you're having to go, OK, let's get over there. And, and, and you just have to be there because um, if you're not there on time, well, you, you know, you, you miss the whole story. Um, my camera guy um, would have a thing where it's like he would actually show up and film the police and the ambulance arriving to the scene. That was his thing. Y'all were there like, we before? Have to get you were there before, before the police? Yes. And, and, and there was this one time, and this, this is one time I remember, that we got to the scene of a shooting. And we're going, and he's got his camera, and I'm right behind him. And all of a sudden, it's like I'm holding the scanner, and all of a sudden, it says, "Stand back, stand back." There's still shots being fired, and I'm like, "Oh!" And I'm running back to the truck, and you hear, "Tap, tap, tap, tap." You know, it is, oh it's, it's amazing. It, it's, it's great. That's an adrenaline rush. Yes, it was. Wow. Yes. Wow. That had to be intense. It so, truly was. so what was the most fun thing about being on the news like that? Well, I think the thing is, is that 
when 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 you're there and, and you're giving the news, the people that are watching you, they feel like they know you. Yeah. So when you're out in the streets or when you're out doing a community event for school, all the little kids will come up to you and they're like, hey, hey, like you're their friend. Because That's so true. Have you yeah. ever watched TV and, and, and oh, watched yeah. something and you're like, oh, you feel like your yeah. connection with somebody. So I think that's like the most important thing to me, the connection that you have with people when you're in front of a camera. Yeah, that is so true. And it's, it's, it is, it's interesting. Um, like we, we've been on the news a couple of times that got interviewed. My son and I were on the news uh, over the holidays with um, a toy drive. Uh, and then you watch it later, you watch it and you're like, oh, we were right there and we met her. She was so nice to Asher and all that type of stuff. So you feel like you know them even though you're only with them for a few minutes, which yeah. is uh, which is incredible. Now, how did you get in the Medicare space? Well, about that. Um, so I actually um, left the uh, Laredo and went into Corpus Christi. And I, w I went into radio and I did a, a television show at, in, uh, at K KTMV, and so, which is a Corpus Christi local station. And then um, I ended up getting my insurance license and my mom was like, look, they're, they're hiring at this, uh, at this company for a call, it's a call center. And all it was, it was Medicare Advantage. We were on the phone. We were licensed in nine states selling uh, insurance when there was actually no real regulation back in the day. Yeah. So that's where I started. Yeah, listen, it, it, we've come a long ways now. And, and I'm, I'm actually thankful for the regulation we've got today mm -hmm. because it provides better consumer protection. And we're, we're able to serve so many more people uh, than, than back in those days. How did you end up going out on your own? Well, we were not selling in Corpus Christi, Texas. We, it was not in Corpus. We were actually like in a call center in Corpus Christi, mm. but we were calling out. So eventually we figured that we could sell it in San Antonio and that they were not, we were only getting paid very, very little in the call centers um, back in the day. So then we got together and said, hey, maybe we can just become agents and go to, and drive up to San Antonio, which is like an hour and a half drive uh, and sell it over there. And that's how we ended up doing it. Awesome. We started looking for someone um, to to sell for, and that's when we found um, an, a, an SGA at the time, and we ended up driving every weekend to San Antonio, wow. and then eventually Secure Horizons came into Corpus. We were already ready yeah. to sell. So that's, that's awesome. That is incredible. Yeah. So Eric, you and I got to know each other back in the day. Like we were talking about this, 2017. Yeah. Uh, whenever we partnered with with an incredible partner at Integrity, and you worked there. And I remember meeting with you and you said, look, I want to go out on my own and start my own thing. And, uh, and I'm so proud of, of, uh, of what you've been able to accomplish. I, I, as I told you, I, I love watching you and your family and, and your little boy. And uh, uh, just it, it, it's funny you talk about getting to, like watching a celebrity and feel like you know them. <laughs> it's kind of how I've been with Eric because I've been watching a lot of his stuff on social media and and also just like watching your family. And I'm, I've just been so happy for you. Um, how's it been when, when you started your own business? And how did, remind me how you got in the Medicare business to begin with. So one of, one of uh, your partners, they're now a partner as well with Integrity. Uh, they were actually responsible for getting me into the game. So I was, I, I've been friends with my buddy, Tegre Moot, for a very long time. I love uh, Since 99. And we hung out a lot after he'd get off work and I'd get off work. And he'd tell me all these stories about the things he was doing in Medicare. And I was just like, Medicare? Like, what do you do? You serve older people? Like, how is that fun? 
like I want to, I want to, let's get into marketing. Let's get into something real cool. But he's like, dude, it's a lot of fun. Like yeah. we get to meet people all the time. We get <clears> to help people all the time. And I was like, you know, that does sound kind of cool. And, and I was in a position where I just did not like what I was doing daily. So I, I asked him, I said, anytime there's an opportunity, let me know. And I just want to, I want to try it out. And he said, okay. So one day he hit me up and he said, I have some leads that I'd like you to work since, you know, if you, since you already have a license, um, let's go ahead and get you trained up on Medicare. This new product called Medicare Advantage this is back in 06. And he's like, um, let's, let's get you trained up and then let's call, have you calling leads. So every day I'd go to work at lunchtime, I'd lock myself in my office. I'd make calls, set two appointments every afternoon or every evening, go out, hit up those appointments. And within about a month, I was making more part-time than I was full-time as a, as a manager where I was working. I was a manager in charge of 20 people and part-time was doing better and helping people and doing something I really, really enjoyed. Uh, I just, I remember the first time I, I sat down at a kitchen table and, and I had this great conversation. She happened to be Salvadorian like me. I'm part Salvadorian, part Mexican. So I immediately hit it off with her. We started talking about food and, and history and culture and uh, I just remember thinking, wow, she's actually teaching me stuff. I'm here to educate her, yeah. but she's actually teaching so cool. me stuff. And it was that moment where I said, I want to go all in on this. So I did that. And then, and then around the same time, they actually uh, offered me an opportunity to join them on the marketing team. Uh, and I said, well, getting to work with my best friend? Okay, that sounds, that sounds great. As long as I'm allowed to still sell. Because I really, really wanted to. And they said, no problem. So I joined the team. I started helping to recruit agents and train them on what I was doing as well. All the while, continued selling. And I did that for the next 12 years up until you and I met. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, my evolution through that time, you know, I learned a lot. I kept, uh, I really wanted to be one of the innovators in the telesales space as well. So when 08 is really when it started to pick up steam, where we started helping to find carriers who would be more, um, amicable to trying to figure out ways to do things telephonically. And as that success grew, I started finding other agents who were in the same boat, wanting to do the same thing. And, uh, and then that led to me getting to the digital marketing space, which is uh, also another passion of mine. So that basically is the history leading up to the time that I met with you. Man, and then you went out on your own, created an incredible business. You guys have done so many great things. It's amazing you've been in the business that long. Um, yeah. Like I, I didn't realize you've been in the business that long. I was telling somebody the other day, I was talking about, um, you know, some things and I go, you know, well, I, I started that almost 25 years ago. And they were like, how long have you been doing this? I know I look young, but uh, I, I, no, I'm just you kidding. Did. But it's no, done. but like it, it is, it is amazing how time flies. And yeah, some of the things that we get to do is, is uh, pretty remarkable and impact people. Now, I know you guys also offer a lot of other services that uh, are not just about Medicare plans. It's, it's really helping people almost like a social services center, as, as you guys like to tell us. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, we live, well, I live in a very underserved hmm. part of the country. A Stark County is one of the lowest grossing, uh, where people, you know, grows the, the lowest amount of income. In, in the United States. Escobares, Texas, which is a city near, near where I live, yeah. is, is, is ranked as the poorest city in the United States. So the, the educational level has to do a lot with it, especially in the older population, because a lot of them were taken out of school to go into the fields. Right. 
to work with their families and they never really got a chance. And so a lot of those folks come to our office seeking help for simple things is like, here's my mail, what's wrong? Like, tell me what it is. It's like, oh, this is your light bill, this is this, this is that. So we translate for them, we read for them, we educate them and we make sure that they don't get taken advantage of. Because in today's uh, uh, age, you know, answering a phone call can put them into a scam situation. And so a lot of the time they rely on us for that. And we've been able to take that model and expand it into all of our offices across South Texas. We have 11 offices and partner offices uh, across South Texas that, that help not just with Medicare or insurance, but we pretty much have become their voice. Yeah. And, and that's the way we see it because we don't only help them apply for local or state or federal programs. We help them apply for pretty much everything. We make phone calls for them. And, and my staff um, has been chosen very, very careful. Why? Because I want to make sure that when people walk into our offices, that they're greeted with compassion and mm. understanding because that is what is needed to deal with people in the underserved population. Yeah. Understanding that, knowing that, you know what, they didn't get the chance we got. And here we are, these are our elders, and we're here to protect them. Man, there's so much depth to what you're talking Mm -hmm. about there. And so, I mean, I I tell people this all the time, we're in a truly noble business. And everybody wins. And it's important for us to remember that in so many different ways. Uh, I grew up in a a, uh, community that was all farming community out in West Texas, small town. Got like 1,700 people there now. Um, and uh, it was, but it's all cotton farms. Mm. And there was, there was a large migrant population that would come through. Um, and really, especially through harvest season, it was back in the day, that's how it, how it worked. And I remember growing up with this kid named Mario. And uh, it was like kindergarten and, and every, you know, all through elementary, Mario would come in and we'd hang out during, um, you know, the fall. And then around Christmas time, you know, he would go back back home, and then you wouldn't see him in the springtime. And that would go on and on, and we'd be so excited when Mario would come back in, in, in the fall. And uh, I remember when we went into junior high, we never saw Mario again. And I, I said, you know, I asked, I remember asking one of our teachers, I was like, well, what happened? Why isn't Mario back? And they were like, well, he had to go, and, and now he's got to work for his family and provide. And people don't realize, I think about Mario all the time. And as you were thinking about mm-hmm. that, I was thinking about, you know, just just like what what impact his life had just because, you know, what he had to go through uh, because, you know, he had to go and provide for his family at, you know, 12 years old or something, which yeah. is, you know, we take so many things for granted that, mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Yeah, it's incredible. The majority of the people, and I, and I was looking at our book of business in, in, in our clientele. Um, 90% have low-income subsidies yeah. in our area, at, at least in Stark County, Hidalgo County, Webb County, which are the closest counties, communities. Yeah, that, what we call the adjacent, I-10 corridor. Anything yeah, adj- adjacent the, yeah. um, to, to where we're at. And a lot of them have some type of Medicaid status, whether it be QMB, SLMB, QA1. It, it, it's, it's very rare to have somebody walking in that has a higher income. Maybe the, per, the people that actually work for unions that would go from, from Roma to Michigan and work for the auto unions and what have you. There's very, very few in between that actually make decent retirement wages. You're looking at majority of the people at SSI 
uh, levels and below. And you see people and you're like, how? How? I would say, how, mamita? How do you do it? Like, how is it that you live on $300 a month? Like, how? Like, it, it, it's, it's these type of folks that we go out and help and protect. And that's where I, I am so passionate about what we do. Because we serve the middle market and down in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. The people who need these products and services the most. And then, and then like the, all the things you talked about and you just described doing, most people like don't realize you don't get paid for any we of that. Like, yes. like that is a community service that you're passionate about. And but I, we do get paid. Well. And he does. Yeah. <laughs> and he does because <clears throat> at the word of mouth spreads. And they say, oh, you're having that problem? Then go to CDA, Insurance Solutions, in Spanish, is Centro de Ayuda, mm. which is the, the, the help center, the assistance center. I love that. And so they'll tell, go to Centro de Ayuda. They'll help you there. And wow. I get to show saying that. We've, we've built that brand so that way people can identify and know where they can go for help. So we did this, this leadership academy with Tom Ziegler and the Ziegler, uh, Zig Ziegler Corporation. One of my favorite things that uh, Zig Ziglar said was, uh, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Yeah, 100%. And there, there's so much truth to that just because there, I do believe you get blessed by living abundantly in a mm -hmm. lot of ways. And I, I love you know, what you're talking about. And, and you guys serve especially a really underserved community in the Hispanic community people I grew up with in, in so many ways that, that, that need support. And especially when you think about uh, all of, the, all, all of the, the acronyms you just mentioned, all the different, you know, the Medicaid, you know, all the different acronyms, that's hard to understand. It's hard for anybody oh, yeah. to understand. Yeah. But it's really hard for people who, um, you know, are, are kind of in that moment and haven't gone through a lot of things. And, and so it, it's so valuable what you guys offer. How did you get so passionate to do this as well? So my, my, my dad is from Mexico, migrated here when he was about 10. My mm -hmm. mom came from El Salvador. She came when she was 19. Same reasons that all of us want to come to America, right? That, that weren't born here looking for a better way for their families. Yeah. And so um, I got to spend a lot of time back where my family's from. I got to see what it's like, like, and how, how, fortunate it is that I was born here and not there. Mm -hmm. And when you kind of, when you see that and you just see like how close that is and what a difference that makes, yeah. it makes you really passionate and really gives you that, that empathetic heart for people and say, wow, like I need to do what I can to help because I've been blessed. I've been blessed and you know, to who much is given, much is required. So that's just, that's kind of the mantra we try to live by. We see people that need help and we've experienced it ourselves. I grew up poor. You know, uh, for the first 15 years of my life. So I also understand what that feeling feels like. So I think all of that creates this, this desire in my heart to do what I can when I can. And it's a, one of the reasons I love Clarissa is because I see very much she has the same heart that I do. And, and that's, I think, why we're such a great partnership in that aspect. Man, I, I'm so excited to partner with you for, for so many different reasons. Uh, it's great to reconnect on so many levels. But but at Integrity, we've got five core values that we talk about all the time. In fact, they're up on, on the wall here. It's about integrity, about doing the right thing, uh, even when nobody's looking, right? So when somebody comes in and says, what do these bills mean, right? 
doing the right thing, having integrity with that. About serving families. These are families that need support. It's uh, like what we do is truly take care of American families. It's about service. It's We're not a sales company. And I, I like to say that very proudly because whenever I figured out the sales are a byproduct, that's, right. that's a byproduct. If you serve enough people, you take care of all those, the cells take care of themselves. And yeah. that's, that's so, we're so aligned there. It's about respect, it's about treating people to God, the way that God created them, uh, regardless of their circumstances, yeah. trying to treat them the right way. And then it's about partnership. And, uh, and that's really what this partnership has done and the partnerships you guys have in the communities. And now as a partner at Integrity, we have the opportunity to live out our core values in a different way, in a better way, yeah. by serving even more people that need us. And with our technology, support, resources, all the different things we offer, we're so excited uh, to be able to partner with you guys. And so what are you all most excited about now partnering with Integrity? I think for me is the opportunity of being able to grow, not just the agency, but our, um, our goal, which is to help. Yeah. You know, our, our, we expand and we expand not just to sell insurance, mm -hmm. we expand to help. And I think one of the things that Eric says resonates a lot with me. We've been blessed and we want to turn around and help those that are um, yeah. in those situations. Because if you think about it, these folks are, the majority of them are either disabled or retired. The mm -hmm. people that we deal with are either disabled or retired. And at that point in their life, they're no longer able to earn anymore. So here we are finding opportunities, whether it be from other programs that are uh, designed inside the Medicare Advantage plans or other programs that are available in the community to allow them to live a better quality of life, to have additional resources that they didn't have before they met us. We wanna be a plus in their life. So if we keep doing that across, not just Texas, but across the goal is across the nation to, to show compassion nationwide. I think that's huge for us. That's awesome. And, and, and Eric, when I, when I came up, I've known Eric probably as long as I've known Tegrate since 2006, 2005. Yeah. You know, it's like since early on in our careers. Um, I said, you know, when we met, we met again like several years ago and I said, I think we can do this because with your platform and what we do, we can take this and make it bigger yeah 100 percent. yeah one, and now with integrity we can make it even bigger yeah i love it I, I think one of the really exciting things so when i decided to go off on my own i got even heavier into technology and started working with the crm platform automations currently with ai i'm excited just seeing what you guys are doing on the tech side i'm excited to see everything you got going on with ai i'm excited with you know what i got to see behind the scenes here uh, because again it's not just excited for be the purpose of being excited it's because i know that these tools are the tools we need to help not only our consumers to reach more consumers but help agents as well because the more agents we can help and teach them our platform teach them what we do then in turn the more people they can help so yeah, it just multiplies in many different directions and that's one of the amazing exciting things that i'm pumped for with and, and we're we're excited to learn from you guys we're excited to learn like how can we do more how can we expand and that's the thing i was telling eric i was like you know in our day and age technology is super important and i told eric you know what my 92 year old aunt hmm. 
followed me on TikTok. What? Yes. And I said, TikTok, out of all places, I said, <laughs> we need to focus and our, our, on our digital footprint, you know, and, 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 and reach out because my 92-year-old aunt is hey, on TikTok. Dude, my dad, like <laughs> over the holidays, my dad's like on Facebook, like scrolling up. And I'm like, hey, dad, like, you want to hang out with us for a minute? He's 79. I'm like, what he's are hooked. you doing on Facebook? He's hooked. He's he, getting that he's, dopamine hit. Well, he's, he's hilarious because he'll he'll see a message. He'll like, oh, look at this message they just sent me. And I'm like, I don't think they sent it to you, but whatever you want to think. But it's like, he thinks it's like a text message to him. But, uh, but no, look, I mean, we all need to yeah. get better at that. We need to advance yes. and, and reach people wherever they want to be served. And so. Man, thank you guys yeah. for what you're doing. We're so excited to, to partner. I think it's interesting. You were talking about kind of being a celebrity in, uh, in, in, in your local area as when you were on the news and mm. people recognizing you. And now people recognize you because of serving of yes. them and how much more impactful that is mm. generationally uh, than just reporting the news. You're making the headlines now. And so... Thank you guys for partnering Thank with you. us. Thank we're you, so Brian. excited. Thank you. We're and, excited. Uh, anything we can do to help you, we're uh, super excited. I, listen, I think I think coming back to the point that like we're serving an underserved market, people who really need these products and services, people like my mom and dad, people, uh, the people that they're in their communities that they're serving. Like these are real people that need these products, and uh, by coming together, we can do so much more. And so keep doing what you're doing. We we serve a noble cause and really helping people, especially in some of the most important days of their lives. And so uh, I'm so proud of where we're going. I, I can't wait to see where we go from here with you guys as part of it. God bless you. Have a great week.